Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome. Join me, Todd Tanoni, serial entrepreneur, number one international best-selling author of A Man's Journey and seasoned self-growth strategist. My purpose is to help people create deep relationships by really connecting with presence and intention. Welcome to The Right Intention. Welcome, everyone, to The Right Intention. I had an opportunity to be on one of uh, Jeremy Newsom's calls about a month ago. I've always heard about this guy, and we had an opportunity to catch up afterwards, and I knew exactly what he was about and that he would be perfect for our listeners. Uh, He's a husband, father of two. He's a full-time trader. He's a best-selling author and he's got an amazing financial platform. One thing I found out about this guy, he's a nut. He is fit, he's done Ironmans, he did like a 10,000 pushups in a day. He bear crawled like a 5K, I don't even know who does that. And when we were talking last night, he's like, dude, I'm going on a 20 mile run. Um, This guy is a renowned educator, speaker, and really a healer of souls. And we're going to dig into building strong relationships and and connections because I know that's important to him. So Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you're at now? Thanks, Todd. You're such a kind soul, man. Uh, I loved your energy. I loved your smile. And it was awesome when you reached out to have this conversation so that can pour into your listeners and pour into your tribe. I mean, about me, realistically, I grew up in a pretty impoverished place in Georgia, about 30 minutes south of where they filmed the movie Deliverance. And a movie changed my life forever, the movie Forrest Gump, where he says to uh, the camera, he's talking about a story. He says that him and Lieutenant Dan invested into a fruit company. They no longer have to worry about money. When I heard that, I was six years old. And obviously, as a lot of poor families will, we worried about money a lot. 
So I asked my dad, what's investing? What's the fruit company? He tells me about Apple. I beg him to invest, and we we ultimately finally do invest into some shares of Apple. And those shares, uh, we invested $3,000. You know, eight, nine years later, they turned into $12,000. We sold those shares at the top of the 2000 tech bubble. Obviously, we had no idea that there was a tech bubble, but we were moving from Georgia to Florida. My dad got a big boy job. So in that move, we sold those shares. Uh, that was a $35 million mistake. And I still learned at that point that, that this is what I want to do. I want to learn. I want to invest. I want to take money. I want to grow it. And so really, man, from a very, very early age, I have known an exact purpose of mine, that I want to educate individuals on the stock market, that I want to make money in the stock market, that I want to be involved in trading at a very high level. And I want to help communities because that's what Forrest Gump did in the movie, Todd, right? Right after he no longer has to worry about money, he builds a church, he builds a school, he builds a hospital. I've always wanted to do that. And I, I am, and that's what, that's what I do now. And it's been a, an incredible full circle event where I, I know what my purpose is. I live in my purpose every single day and I, I help other individuals find theirs and move towards their purpose very quickly. That's that's beautiful. And, um, you know, what's the right intention mean to you? The right intention to me means being fully aware of why you want to do something. Most individuals, they they do things, they do actions, they live events, but they don't know why. And intentionality is really being aware that there's a feeling associated with the why. There's something that's going to occur. There's a reason behind every aspect, every emotional grounding in that moment. And if you can be aware of that and understand why you're doing it, that is going to cause the correct and the right intention. Absolutely. And, and one thing that I've seen when you do things with the right intention you're going to find people are more happy to help you out. You know what I mean? People are kind of get on the bandwagon. So that's awesome. What I want to do is kind of dig into, and I know um, you're very good in relationships, and that's one of the reasons why we're talking on this topic. I guess my first question for you is, what, what do you think the most essential ingredient is for building strong relationships and connections with really anybody? The number one ingredient to building an extremely strong relationship with anyone is loving yourself ultimately. There's a very, I mean, very, very popular term, right? In order to love someone else, you must love yourself. And when we're talking about loving yourself, let's, let's discuss a relationship that I think many people listening to this podcast will be very familiar with, the father relationship, the dad relationship. A lot of dads will build a pyramid or a hierarchy like this. Kids needs, wife needs, dog, bills, the car, the job, the employees, the employers, and then all the way at the bottom is the dad, is the husband. He, he eats last, he gets fed last, he gets paid last. He's the very, very, very bottom of that hierarchy. And that's how most fathers live. And I'm not saying that's the wrong way, but I believe that there are, and there is a better way. And that better way would be to selfishly put yourself as a father 
at the very, very top of that pyramid. The very top. Meaning you care about yourself. You love on yourself. You are aware. You have the intentionality of healing your own soul, of, of fixing your own demons, of getting past your fears, trials, tribulations, and frustrations before your wife's, before your children. So that way, you're spending more time for you, you're focusing more energy on you, and you are a highly elevated, better example of who you are. And when most men do this, they will begin to love themselves more. They'll actually know what love is. They'll know what their emotions are. They will know how they feel and why they feel that way. And when they begin to care more about their truest beings, they don't have to always feed their souls with alcohol, with porn, with time away from the family because they're just stressed out. They can love themselves more. When they love themselves more, they're going to be able to have a deeper, more powerful, longer-lasting connection, not only with their family, but with coworkers, with employers, with people that they're trying to network because they're going to be a full, energetic, excited version of themselves. Amen, brother. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's so crazy in this world today with all the distractions that we have. And if you're juggling a career and kids and trying to have a spouse and a, a good relationship there, we really don't take time for ourselves in that self-reflection and and I think that's so important to establish those rituals in the morning for me. And it took me, you know, most of my life to kind of wake up and be like, hey, this isn't working. Something needs to change. So I 100% agree with you there. It's the same reason when you're on the airplane, you know, you're, if it was going down, you'd want to put the air mask on one of your kids first. You need to take care of yourself. And it's mind, body, spirit. And I think uh, with uh, most of the men that I work with, it's allowing them to really connect with themselves for the first time because I think a lot of men were told not to share our emotions or really uh, because it, it it's a weakness. Uh, they they kind of define vulnerability a weakness and it's it's not vulnerability and empathy or strengths of a, of a true man versus you know a weakness. I think agreed one hundred percent. Yeah, when you're talking about vulnerability, I think vulnerability is. Uh, also, just being aware of the emotions too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing what they are. Knowing what they are other than hungry, angry, horny, or annoyed, or frustrated. <laughs> like, there, there are other emotions that exist. So knowing what those are as well. Knowing where they come from. Knowing the root cause. Knowing why they are there. Knowing how they happen to you. And if you can know the root cause, you know the reason why, and you can understand why they're occurring... If you want them to occur more, you can create them more. And if you want them to occur less, you can have them be created less. You know, that's interesting you say that because we really do create create our own realities and our own futures. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. What sort of rituals do you do on on a daily basis just to kind of keep yourself focused? You know... The rituals for me, you mentioned earlier, kind of like the physicality piece. I think it's very, very important for men to do hard shit because it's a it's an outlet, right? It, it is an outlet. It's a way to think. It's a way to be by yourself. When you're talking about me last night, you know, doing doing a run, I was by myself. There wasn't anyone with me. And so now I have time to think. Now I'm I'm by myself. I'm able to just 
be, to exist, to have, to listen to whatever messages, whatever guidance, whatever information comes my way. And I think that's extremely rare. The reason I say rare, imagine this. I know you work a lot with men also, Todd, and you're an incredible coach and you pour a lot of love and happiness and, and you give guidance to other individuals. There's many, many men who have never done this exercise. Middle of the week, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? a, a work day, go and spend 12 hours at a park, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., with nothing other than a notepad and a pencil or pen. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a pencil. And just write, just think, just be alone with your thoughts, with your dreams, with your journey, with your goals. Just, just be. And I have asked hundreds of men to do this. And as you know, many of them are petrified of doing this task because they're going to feel they're wasting time. They're going to feel they're not getting anything accomplished. They're going to feel they're not getting anything done. Uh, and most importantly, they're not going to know what to do with that much time by themselves. And that's one of the rituals that I spend almost every three months. I spend at least 12 hours by myself just thinking, just writing, just, just hearing. Uh, one, one of my quotes I like a lot is, in silence, we hear the most. That I, I love that. And I, I do have that thinking, prayer, meditation, time, journaling haven't gone 12 hours. I'm going to, I'm going to take you up on your challenge so I can be one of the several hundred men. I, I can be one of the few, you know, the way I roll, you yeah. know, the way I roll. brother. Let's go. And, and I couldn't agree with you more. Really the relationship, the core basis of things, it starts with you and loving yourself. And I think that was my biggest problem. My whole life is I didn't love myself. And I, you know, at 50 years old, I kind of discovered Hey, I see why people like I'm pretty fucking amazing. So that's that's good to know. Um, some things that we sometimes want into roadblocks um, with relationships. When, when you sometimes you're in a relationship with someone, and when you see warning signs of it becoming toxic, what do you think the best way to handle that is? Conversation that's not. Trying to think of the word, essentially blocked by something else. So resentment is the number one killer to all relationships. It doesn't matter if, if this is your marriage, if this is your child. I mean, I'm, you could resent a child very easily uh, and not know about it, not, not really consciously think about it. A lot of parents are like, oh, I love my kids no matter what they do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever you say, right? I, I have absolutely built up resentment towards a child before. And I'm like, no, l let me figure out a way to, to clean this off. And it's a lot of time just having conversations, really, really deep conversations for a period of time, not 10 minutes, right? Get outside and go on a nice four, five, six, seven mile walk with that particular person. Sweat with them. Be a little tired with them and really just openly discuss things out in the park, out in the wilderness. Um, so if you need to scream, if you need to cry, if you need to think, if you need to sit down, if you need to be with your thoughts and not, you know, there's no other distractions that come in. Really, really, really deep conversations is how humongous growth is completed anyway in any relationship. And so when, th when you're talking about a business partnership, when you're discussing uh, me, my best friend uh, and business partner, Matt DeLong is his name. 
we probably spend, without exaggeration, 10 hours a month together marinating in our own sweat. Now, it sounds awful, but sauna. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Biking, going on runs. Uh, he's come over to my house on a random Thursday. I said, hey, man, let's, we, I did go on a run with you. And we, we did a three-mile run in the rain and had one of the best conversations we've ever had. And he was building up resentment towards me about something that I was doing incorrectly. And he was able to show me, hey, look, can you do this better? And I was like, yes, absolutely, I can. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. It's a lot of, it's a lot of ego when we think that we aren't, we aren't doing anything incorrectly, right? Every single one of us could be doing something better in a relationship, especially husbands. Most husbands are being pretty awful husbands. We might be great dads, but we're probably pretty bad husbands, realistically. And allowing that resentment to build up between you and your wife is very dangerous. So having long in-depth conversations and, and realizing that time is your best asset. Most people spend all their time making money and thinking that money will solve all their relationship problems, but money will solve all of your money problems. And most most money problems go away after about $100,000 a year. You can have money challenges, money hurdles, money obstacles, but if you're trying to solve your relationship problems with money, that's not the way it's going to happen. So what I hear you saying is really just opening the communication vessel. It sounds like going through with doing something physical, it's it's going to allow you to kind of run through those emotions and so you can work through it a little bit better. Yeah. Yep, precisely. Other than that, once once you uh, on kind of a softer scale, sometimes trust is broken. How do you rebuild that trust? Or can it be recreated when it's broken, when, when that happens in a marriage or a business relationship? It can. It, it, trust can be rebroken. But what, what happens you, you, when you're talking about intentionality and the right intention, what I feel most people do is they, they almost have no integrity. So many individuals say, I will do this. And they don't do it. <laughs> or, or they don't do it over a period of time. I will do this. I've, I've told my wife that we were going to have a two-month RV trip for three years. I let, her, I let her know this three years ahead of time. And she believed me. But here's why. I'm a very believable man. I'm extremely cautious on things that I say that I will do. Because if I commit to something, I will do it to my absolute ability. 
the best possibility that I'm aware of and capable of, I will be in that room, I will do the thing. And so that's what trust is. If I make a mistake, which <laughs> I've made many, if I make a mistake, let's, let's talk about a really random example. I picked up the wrong cake for my son's first birthday party. Very first birthday party. <laughs> uh, I was unaware of the cake that I was supposed to get. I heard one thing. Uh, I was told something entirely different. I picked up the wrong cake. And I found out halfway back into my journey towards the house. Very small thing. But the way my wife brought it up, it was the coolest thing ever, right? It was instead of saying you were wrong, you did this incorrectly because the, the chef, the baker called her and was like, hey, we're, where's your husband? He's, come, he's supposed to come pick up the cake. She called me and was like, the funniest thing happened. That was the first thing she said. The funniest thing happened. You got the cake for someone else, right? <laughs> it was like, I was like, what? And she just let me know in the nicest way ever. And then I went back. Everything was sorted. No problem. It was the easiest situation ever. But imagine how quickly that could have shifted and that kind of been blown out of massive proportions. And then when you're talking about bring up that trust, she has had to trust me to do other things when she said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. You're going to leave. You're going to go pick this thing up and bring it back to me. It could have repeated the exact same process, but she trusted me to understand that I am going to be able to listen to, to understand, to actually hear her, to, to take directions and to do things a little bit better because that's the way I live my life with intention, with integrity. And if we do that more as men and women and just simply do the things we say we're going to do, if I tell you I'm going to do a 20 mile run, bro, strap in four hours later, I'll come to whatever that, that there is the run, the run is complete. I do what I say I'm going to do. That's a pretty good pace. And, and I love, um, and that was, uh, I want to go a little bit deeper here if that's okay. I love the language, um, the way your wife framed that um, because, you know, hey, you got the cake, but for somebody else. And, and it's important to use the right language. Um, is there any specific communication? Like I know there's safe communication and is, are there any different communication styles that you use with your wife or other relationships? Because I hear you've got a good knowledge of it and your wife does as well, who's also very successful. She's epic. Yeah, she's amazing. And what I've learned is we try our best, we try our best not to use negative wording as it relates to someone else. So in that situation, right? She didn't say you got the wrong cake. I didn't get the wrong cake. I, I picked up someone else's cake. <laughs> I'm not incorrect. I just did something that did it for someone else. Like that would have been a really cool birthday party for them. <laughs> if I took up their, if I took their cake and brought it to their house. We try our best not to be negative, not to point fingers, not to say things like you did this wrong. You were incorrect. You, 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 you followed by some type of negative statement because no one likes to be wrong, right? No one likes to lose. It's human nature. And so when you start blaming other people for doing things, we have just sat, we've sat down, man, and just had these conversations, right? That's the thing I think a lot of people, I would love for many people to do is have a conversation with their significant other or with their friends and say, 
how would you like me to talk to you? Give me three examples of, of ways where I've hurt your feelings that I was unaware. We've all heard that the quality of your life is dependent on the quality of your questions. So if you ask really big, deep, heartfelt questions to your friends, your business partners, your wife, your kids, then you can find ways to get different answers. You get different answers, you get different identities. You, an identity is creature behavior and your behavior creates your entire universe. So these ways that have these discussions, in my opinion, yes, I, I love to sit down, I like to think about things, and I try my absolute best to not use negative wording with not only my wife, but really with anyone relate, related to anything that they may have done correctly or even incorrectly. I just try my best not to say anything negative. You know, that's so important with communication. You think about, obviously, with us having a conversation, you know, one's giving and the other person needs to receive. And I think we forget that a lot. We need to use the right language. If I'm going to, like in your situation with your wife, you obviously, you screwed up. However, she was nice. She framed it properly. And you were open to receive it. There's times that we, when we're not using the proper language and the person that we're talking to or trying to communicate with isn't open to receive that message, that's sometimes why we think we're hitting a wall because they're completely closed off because they've got another distraction, the cell phone, the kids, whatever. And presence and communication are huge. So I couldn't agree with you more there. Presence is the best present. Yeah. And so when we're talking about how to hear and how to receive. That one's interesting because a lot of people are not willing to, to really hear what you're trying to say. And I think better questions will allow them to kind of open up and to hear you. And sometimes it can be like, you could ask that question. Are you ready? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel excited enough to hear what I'm about to tell you? I mean, that, that's a great one, right? Do you feel excited enough to hear you what, what I'm about to tell you? Because then you're coming from a place of, are you at a higher vibration? Like excited, right? Are you at a higher vibration? Sure, let's co-elevate. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will tell you what, you have some great sayings. I think we should, you know, maybe one of the things we do is start a nonprofit. We do bumper stickers because <laughs> you have you have these great, uh, great one-liners that you come up with. So I, I definitely love those. Thanks, man. You know, I like to go deep fast. We covered a lot of information here and I know people's attention spans. So essentially, I just, you know, do you have any action steps for our listeners as we kind of bring things to an end here on building stronger relationships and connections. You, you know, what are three main things that they need to do? Three main things that someone needs to do right now. I, I believe number one is place a value on your relationships. When I say value, I mean, I mean a monetary value. Like come up with a number, come up with a number. How, how much is of whatever relationship you want to measure and the reason I say money is because a lot of people, they understand value as it relates to money. They understand that. Their brain gets it. A Bentley is going to cost more than a Honda Accord, therefore it's more valuable. And as you're putting those relationships and as you're putting a numerical relationship, make sure you put your relationship with yourself. How much is that value at? What's the number 
of how much that's valued at. And then once you go through all your relationships that you want to go through, it could be one person, it could be 10 people. Once you go through them, and actually put a number, don't put infinity, all the money in the world. No, put a number, please. $10 billion, whatever, put a number. Yeah. Then after you've done that, how much money have you spent on that relationship? Because if you're like, I am value, I value myself at $10 billion. I'm like, okay, cool. How much have you spent on you? How much money have you spent on you? <laughs> if you're like, well, I feed myself. I'm like, all right, cool. Is it good food? Is it alcohol? Like, like, are you depressing yourself? Are you elevating yourself? Anyway, put a number to those. How much money have you spent on those relationships? Put a value and put how much money you spent towards it because money is a relationship energy and money reveals true character extremely quickly. That's why I'm mentioning that you should do that. Um, I would say then that's that could be one and two. And then I would just say number three is take me up on that challenge, man or woman. 12 hours outside in the park with a notepad and a pen and paper and just write by yourself on a weekday, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because you're, you're going to feel all kinds of things. You're going to learn so much about yourself. But again, how much time do we spend with ourselves, with our creator, with our uniqueness, with our individuality by ourselves? Like in this day and age, the reason that Socrates and Plato were so smart is because all they did was think all day. That's it. By themselves. They thought the book is called Think and Grow Rich. No one thinks anymore, right? We just do, we just act. We're just in the stuff. We're human doings, not human beings. And I think men are becoming more computer than creature. And so it's time to just go outside and just walk around barefoot for 12 hours in, in the sand and just write things down and become smarter. You know, really when you, I, I love all that. And really when you can calm the noise and you can ground yourself, like one of my favorite things is to walk in the grass or on, I'm here in Charleston, walking on the beach and in the sand and just, just looking up and looking to all the magnificence around us. So I haven't done it for 12, uh, 12 hours, but I, but I will. And I'll take you up on that. Oh, dude, you're going to crush and, uh, it. I, you'll, you'll probably do it tomorrow knowing you. No, I think I'm on a plane tomorrow. I don't know. There's so much crap going on nowadays. So I, I can't thank you enough um, for taking the time out today. And I know uh, that our listeners, uh, my suggestion is the, the, this guy's all over the place. Just Google Jeremy Newsom, And he's got two R's in Jeremy, which is quite interesting. And uh, I know the story behind that. We'll save it. Uh, for the next time that we have you on our show, because I know everyone is going to love your message. And thank you um, so much for taking time out of your day and uh, sharing the wisdom. And definitely check out Jeremy, his book, his classes, and um, his magnificence. So take care. God bless. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks for joining us at The Right Intention. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me anywhere at Todd Tononi. If you want to contact me directly, you can reach out to me at toddtononi.com. Together, we can create a ripple effect of positive change in the world. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.